Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Scott McKenna Podcast. I know every single time I start the podcast lately, I feel like I've been saying, sorry I've disappeared, and sorry that it's been a while since I've uploaded, and yeah, I am sorry. But just know that obviously a few things going on in life right now, but one of the biggest reasons that I haven't actually been kind of uh, putting out a lot more content on this podcast has been that I'm really trying to find like the overall best balance between the Scaling Creative Podcast and the Scott McKenna Podcast. I still think this podcast has a lot of potential because it allows me to talk about a lot of things that I won't necessarily talk about on the Scaling Creative Podcast. So I definitely have lots of ideas and different things that I've been kind of tossing around, but that's why I haven't been as active as I hoped to be on this podcast. But I promise I'm not quitting it yet. And I'm really trying to figure out what it is. And when I do, I promise I will go full force into it, create a schedule, and then stick to it. No doubt about it, recently I've really, really realized how important it is for me to keep consistency like with the schedule. So for the Scaling Creative Podcast, for example, we record every single week. And then every single Monday, we put out a new episode. And now that that's kind of been engraved in our head over the last eight weeks, minus the two weeks we took off for vacations... It, it becomes kind of just built in your schedule and then you don't forget about it and you're able to keep it consistent and you're able to continue to pump out episodes. I have to do that with this podcast as well because one of the biggest reasons I've stopped doing it is because I sometimes just forget in the midst of other things and I forget about the podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, I probably should hop on and do something every once in a while. But So on the topic of podcasts, if you have not yet heard the Scaling Creative Podcast, I would love for you to check that podcast out. I think it's... I think it's going really, really well. Obviously, I'm going to be biased because it's our podcast, but we've heard some really great feedback from people about the podcast, people from all different companies and different walks of life, and people really finding a lot of value in it. And we're trying to really cater that podcast to be more like value-based for businesses and our clients and potential clients and then just just anyone in general like unlike this podcast where it's much more going to be catered to like filmmakers or people that have been following my journey my entrepreneurship like my youtube channel the scaling creative podcast is much more for other people so obviously anyone that's watching my channel would also i think find a lot of value in it because there are a lot of things about just business that I think are useful. We talked about personal branding. We talked a little bit about how to turn side hustle into your main hustle. We talked about um, the importance of like self-awareness. And so there's lots of different things that are just different on this podcast. And that's partially why I'm trying to just figure out like what I want to talk about on my podcast, because I don't want to just have a podcast for no reason. I want there to be intention. So the Scaling Creative Podcast is going to be a really, I think, a good evolving podcast. It's going to be consistent. It's going to be very business-based and focused on stuff like social media and all these different things. Mine's going to be, I think, much more focused on like filmmaking and things that I'm passionate about, like audio and tech and interviewing other people and bringing them on board to this podcast. With the Scaling Creative podcast, we're kind of doing it more as a team. So the whole Scaling Creative team is a part of that podcast every single week. And then we sometimes bring guests on to talk about certain topics. So that's kind of what we've been trying recently. And it's been a lot of fun, to be honest, because it's just been a really different experience, like recording a podcast with multiple people every single week. There's been some really good feedback on it. So if you are not already listening to the podcast, I would love for you to do that. I do think it'd be valuable for you, even though it's not, you know, about filmmaking necessarily. But I think some of the people that follow me on this YouTube channel aren't just about filmmaking. Some of you follow me for entrepreneurship and business and just people that, you know, are running businesses and 
whatever reason you follow me, I do think you'd find some value in it. So make sure that you uh, check that out. I'll put the link in the show notes if I remember, and also on the YouTube channel if you haven't. We're doing that full video and audio as well, so there's lots of cool things to watch if you're into that as well. Anyway, this is going to be a relatively short episode, but I just wanted to kind of update you on a couple of things going on right now in life. For those who have been following the YouTube channel, you might have seen a lot of these things, but I just figured I'd do a quick little episode, just an audio, longer form content for you to be able to uh, hear about. And anyone that is watching this on YouTube, first of all, hello, but secondly, the YouTube version of this podcast is actually going to have a lot of video elements with it. So hopefully some of the things that I'll be able to talk about and that I will be talking about, will be able to have some video uh, that cuts to that. So it's obviously not just me talking the entire time. So yes, it's a 30 minute YouTube video or 40 minutes, however long this podcast is, but I'm going to try to make it a little bit more entertaining by showing you a few more things that are actually happening as I'm talking to them. So let's jump right into it. Big news. If you haven't been following the YouTube channel, well, first of all, how dare you? Just kidding. But about a week and a half ago, we moved into our brand new office in downtown Allentown. It's been so exciting. It is so awesome to have a space. Obviously, ironically enough, I'm doing this update from the old office. So those watching on YouTube doesn't look any different. This is the old office. But the new office, I'm just so excited about it. It just feels so good to be in that office, to have so much space, to have so much daylight. It just... I feel very creative, like very productive in that space. There's something about going to the office that kind of gives me this excitement, seeing people head to work and and knowing the people around me in downtown. It's just, it's got this new energetic, positive, productive vibe that just has me really, really excited about it. And I've just been loving it so far. It's given me a nice balance too of space between myself and my team as well, because over the last, you know, six to nine months-ish, as I've talked about before in this podcast, just a lot of self-awareness has been kind of becoming pretty strong to me about needing to take some time to myself and needing to be able to refresh myself by myself so that um, I can be a good leader to my team. So that's been a really exciting thing because as I've started to just uh, process that a little bit more and been able to take some time and work from my house first and then be able to go into the actual office has just allowed me to find a nice balance. Still working on like exactly what my schedule should look like because obviously it's still tricky because I don't want to not ever go into the office and I don't want to also spend all my time in the office because I want to be able to have this flexibility, but I'm still working that out. But I love it. It's just a really great place. I'm excited to be bringing on another new editor next month in July. I'm excited to be bringing on a brand new editor and it'll be great because there'll be five of us in that space now and it won't feel so cramped um, like it would in this space. And so lot of exciting things happening. So if you have not already checked out the channel, you should definitely uh, watch my YouTube channel and and see some of the vlogs that have been recently published from there because it's really exciting. And speaking of YouTube, if you joined me one week ago, today actually, if you're listening to this on Monday, I started daily vlogging again. And every single time I start daily vlogging, I think to myself, this is really stupid (laughs) because it's obviously a lot of work. It's a lot of pressure. It's just every single day. Um, But I realized I kind of, I kind of like had to, at least for a little bit again, because when I started vlogging in May of 2017, when I started my business, it was my goal to produce as much content as possible. And then 
there were a couple of times that I went daily vlogging and one stretch I did for about two months or three months, another stretch I did maybe for about maybe two months, same about about the same. And I found that when I'm not daily vlogging, I find lots of reasons to like not put out a vlog because maybe I'm just in the office all day and it doesn't seem exciting or maybe it's three, four, five days straight of just being in the office and I'm telling myself that's not exciting, it's not exciting. But then I'm realizing what happens is the advice that I always give to everybody when they are vlogging is to not overthink like the creativity and just to document more. Because what I started doing about a month ago or so on my channels, I started taking one year ago from the day that I upload whatever vlog. I'll do a video link in the description that says one year ago. And then I'll just go back on my YouTube channel and find like what is closest to one year ago. And I realized that there were like a bunch of gaps. There'd be like June 8th and then there'd be like June 14th and then there'd be a big stretch of daily straight through and I realized it was so much more exciting when I could go back and actually find something that was like legit a year ago and I realized it was because I was just posting more because I wasn't overthinking things. And I realized that over the last six months, there's been so many exciting new things happening. I brought on two new employees over the last six months, and now we're moving to a new office, and just so much new stuff is happening, and then it's, you know, it's in, it's in going into wedding season now for 4LC Studios, and there's just a lot happening, and I really want to document it more because this is such an exciting stage of life for me for so many reasons, and my family is obviously a big piece of that as well, like just the kids are growing up, and I really want to, like, just document life more. And so I'm really challenging myself to just to daily vlog. And I'm not putting any sort of obviously like crazy restraints on myself. Like if I if I miss a day, I miss a day. I didn't tell myself like I'm going to do it for a year or promise you guys that I'm doing it for a certain amount of time. My goal is I just want to do it as much as possible and as long as possible. And if I miss a day, I miss a day. But really just challenging myself to just create something every single day. And for the first week, it's been, it felt really good. I'm really developing like a rhythm of, of doing like a rough cut before bed and then waking up first thing in the morning and doing like a, uh, kind of the final, the final cut, no pun intended to the program I use, but just like the final cut and just going through it again and checking a few things and trying to come up with additional little things here and there that I can do from a creative perspective in the edit, but then also thinking about those kind of things in, in person when I'm, when I'm obviously filming it as well. And just trying to, I mean, trying to do as much as I can to make them obviously entertaining, but I'm not trying to overthink it either. Like I talk about a lot, I try not to just overthink everything because the more that I think, the more that it takes away from my business and my family because it requires more time. So there's always that reality and balance of what it looks like to actually try to daily vlog. But I'm going to try my best to just continue doing it and to go daily as long as I possibly can. And when I miss a few days here and there, it is what it is. But really, just challenging myself in this new in this new kind of stage that I'm that I'm attempting to do this in. I just think it's fun. That's on the channel. I would love for you to follow that if you can, if you haven't been. Um, and also, I'm about to hit forty thousand subscribers as I'm recording this episode right now. On Sunday evening, my subscriber count is at thirty nine thousand eight hundred and forty six. So probably in the next day or two, 
usually get, I think, roughly between like 60 and 70 subscribers a day. So I think probably in the next day or two or three days, maybe I'll hit 40,000 subscribers, which is awesome because it's awesome for me because I don't really care about numbers. And so it's just cool for me to continue to see the number grow and to just inspire more people to do the same thing because like I don't consider myself like an unbelievable vlogger I'm not like a Casey Neistat type vlogger and I'm not even like one of those crazy cinematic vloggers because I really don't have the time for that as well I'm kind of more like the Gary Vee style document over create but I'm trying to find that that balance right of like how can I document while still doing it somewhat creatively while also bringing value in different ways and I'm trying to really find like what my voice is and I think that my voice is best represented on a daily basis because I'm never playing this catch-up game of like what you've missed and and what happened last week and I'm just every single day and I can be like yeah so you remember yesterday I was talking about this and it's just yeah it's just kind of a, a fun a fun season that I hope to continue to really be able to uh dive into it more and and take you along for the journey. But it's crazy how 40,000 subscribers, like 40,000 people came across my channel and decided to hit subscribe. And that's like incredibly humbling because I'm nothing extraordinary at all. I'm just a person that's documenting my journey. And I think more people should. But with that said, if you are listening to this, there's going to be a really exciting giveaway happening on the channel so if you're watching this on youtube you're in the right spot already but i'd really recommend hitting that bell and i'm not one of those people that constantly says that like hit that bell and hit that like button all that kind of stuff it's never really been my style but i'd suggest hitting that bell because i'm going to start doing some pretty unique things on the channel that really are going to be beneficial to people that watch not only the video when it first publishes but that watch the whole thing as well. Unique giveaways in the midst of videos and the end of videos and randomly in different spots, giving different things away simply because you were the first person to watch it or you were the first person to watch it straight through. So I've been brainstorming all these different ways because I think about how many people that watch my channel aren't actually subscribers. Like 85% of people that watch my YouTube channel are non-subscribers. So I really want to like encourage more and more people that are subscribers to actually watch a lot because you hit subscribe for some reason and I don't want there to always feel like I'm talking to people that I don't know. Obviously, I'm super appreciative of new people that come across the channel. Don't get me wrong. But I also am passionate about the people that are watching that hit subscribe. Like it means a lot that you chose to hit subscribe and I just want you to stick around longer because like I don't want to I don't want to just always feel like I'm creating stuff for clickbait purposes or for people that haven't yet watched my channel. Like I want to create more and more content to people that actually are watching my channel all the time because it helps me to to relate more to you as I see comments and faces and people that are familiar. So hit that bell if you can. I know that's not typically like what I ask, but I think there's going to be some good reasons for you to do it. Would love to, would love for you to do that. So I do feel like the last three weeks of work, right before we moved into the office, up until these two weeks that we have been in the office, I feel like I've really been learning a lot about myself and about leadership and about ways that I need to improve as a leader. And it's been, I think, one of the best couple of weeks I've had in a long time. And I, and I would hope that if you asked 
my employees that work for me, they would tell you the same thing. I feel like I've been better these last three weeks than I have been in a long time. It comes down to a lot of self-awareness of realizing, obviously, like I've talked about before, what fuels me, what energizes me, what do I need to do to like replenish my energy? But I think it also has to do with just a harsh truth of getting honest feedback from my employees about certain things that I need to work on as a leader and actually listening to it. I've always been a person that wants people to like tell me exactly how they feel. And I've always been someone that tells people exactly how I feel. But I realized and it was brought to my attention that like I wasn't as easy to approach as I thought. And as much as I was telling people like I want to know what you're thinking and I want to have an open door policy, I want to you to be able to come to me and talk to me about issues, I realized that it was actually not, it really wasn't as open of a door as I thought. Like I wanted it to be, but people were still intimidated to talk to me about certain things. And we had a really, really honest, open tough conversation really that brought a lot of things to my attention one of them being just the way that I was leading and just how I wasn't necessarily making people feel appreciated enough and I wasn't necessarily being like that friendly to a lot of my employees and I've always always believed that if you treat your employees unbelievably and you put your employees first your customers will get an even better response like I always believed that and yet I realized I was putting so much priority into task and into work and into getting more work and keeping clients happy that I was actually kind of not creating a culture that I really was proud of at the office. And and the reality was I didn't really know it. And we had a really good conversation, really tough conversation with all my employees. And they brought a lot of things to my attention that I was really glad they did. And I feel like it's changed me. I feel like I'm trying harder than ever to really make them feel appreciated, make them feel valued, make them feel like I'm listening, make them feel like they can talk to me about things. And I would hope that they feel the same way. Like I would hope that they feel comfortable enough to tell me what they're thinking. And I'm excited about the revelation because it really was brought to my reality that obviously I had to be that way with more people in general. Like I had just have to be a kinder person. I have to be a person that cares more, be a person that actually like listens to what people are going through and actually learns more about people and just loves people better. So I think it was really good for me, really good conversation. I'm still processing so much of it, but I'm just realizing that the more and more employees I have, the more people that I'm trying to manage, the more important it is for me to just truly be a person that leads well because I, I do believe firmly in the quotes that I've read of, you know, people don't quit a job, they quit a leader. Like, they don't leave a job, they leave a leader. And I, I believe that. I believe that it doesn't matter how good of work we're doing, how good I pay people, how good anything, if they don't truly believe in my vision and believe in me and, and love working with me, I'm going to lose people. And I refuse to lose people based on something that I did wrong. Obviously, I can't guarantee that employees will stay forever. There's always opportunities for them to go other places. And who knows how long I can get everybody to stay. But I really refuse to let people leave my company because I wasn't an easy person to work with. Because I don't think that that's acceptable because of how strong I believe in good leadership and 
good culture and all those things. And I believe that it's important that even if I say I believe in it, I have to actually implement it and actually like live that out for people to truly believe that I think it's important. So I'm learning so much in that. I'm really excited for it because as I'm processing it more and more, it's helping me to really realize just what that looks like and how to implement it more and how to care more for people and how to just show them that I do care. And yeah, I mean, it's just been, it's been a really good season for me. So let's talk some technology. I don't talk too much technology on this podcast, but there's some things I've been excited about lately. And one of the things I'm most excited about actually is on the iPad side of things. So I'm a big Apple iPad fan. Actually, I'm a big Apple fan in general, but if you follow me a lot, you know that I actually spend a ton of time on my iPad. Obviously, I edit videos on my MacBook Pro on Final Cut, but when I'm not using Final Cut, I'm always using my iPad. I love the built-in LTE. I love how quick it is, how fast it is. It's just, it just works really, really well. But there are so many things that drive me nuts about an iPad, like the web browser experience has been terrible for such a long time. Like The iPad is so incredibly powerful. And it's supposed to be a desktop, you know, a computer replacement, but yet it still has a mobile type of operating system and a mobile web browsing experience. And I don't know about you, but it drives me nuts if I go to a website and try to do a simple task that I know I do all the time on my computer and it just doesn't work. Like maybe there's a click and drag or maybe there's like a hover over and something happens. And there are so many websites that still are terrible on the iPad. It drives me insane. But they just released a brand new iPad OS. It's actually not out yet. It's still, it's still in beta. But I'm incredibly excited about that because I think it really is going to allow me to actually use my iPad even more like I truly like to do. I think it's still my favorite little device to have. And it just shows that we're making a lot of improvements in that area. And I really think in like 6 to 12 months, there will be a Final Cut Pro for the iPad. And if they can somehow make it like it is on the computer, it is going to change a lot for me. Because every single time I have to pull out my computer still to edit like a vlog or something at Starbucks or on the plane or whatever it is, I'm just like, ah, man, I wish I could use my iPad. But I'm not crazy about LumaFusion. Like it's really powerful, but it just still doesn't feel like Final Cut. It doesn't feel as fast. I'm not able to do as much. And now that there's mouse support on the new iPad software, they can like legit do Final Cut on the iPad. And the iPad will absolutely be able to handle it because Apple will make it and it will work really well with its software. It's got an incredible processor. It has no problem playing 4K video in LumaFusion and all those programs. And if it can play fine in LumaFusion, it sure can play fine in whatever Apple makes because Apple will optimize it to work perfectly. So I'm like incredibly excited about that because if I could use my iPad more and more, it would be amazing because it's so small and convenient and easy to use. So we'll see. They made a couple other improvements like widgets and a few different things, but it's to be it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with it. I'm really excited. They also come out with brand new Mac Pros, so they finally got rid of that trash can design that was created and no one really liked and it lasted all of six years without any sort of update whatsoever. And then they just came out with a brand new computer. 
and it can be maxed out to like $36,000 with 28 cores and I think like one and a half terabytes of RAM, like just some crazy dimensions or specs, not dimensions. It's pretty interesting design. Everyone's calling it like the cheese grater. I think it's pretty cool looking, but I know it's kind of different looking. And then Apple's getting all this crap about their new monitor, this $5,000 monitor, because they're charging $1,000 for the stand. And granted, yeah, I mean, I that it's a lot of money for a stand. I do think that who they're trying to compete with is actually like really high-end monitors that are like $20,000, $30,000. So realistically, $6,000 for the monitor and the stand is really not that bad. But most people are looking at it like, oh, here's Apple being Apple again and charging too much. And But we could go all day and talk about that. I think they make a great product. They always have. They always will. And are they a different company than they used to be? I do think they're a little bit different. But I think companies evolve. And when you lose your owner, your visionary, Steve Jobs, eventually it's going to take a little bit of a different turn. And I think it is. I think that that Tim Cook is doing things differently, and that's all there is to it. And I think that they just might have different plans, and that's that's their choice to make. So, But not a super exciting episode. I just really wanted to kind of update you a little bit more, and really I just wanted to put something out on this podcast because it's been a while. And I wanted to let you guys know that I haven't forgot about this podcast and I still do have ideas and thoughts and all different things that I want to do on this podcast. One of those things is to create more and more short little random content from other things like vlogs or conversations or interviews, whatever it is, and be able to put more things out on this podcast feed that are not just long form content and definitely lots more stuff that's not just me talking to myself. I do think these are therapeutic for me, but I know they might not be the most exciting things ever. So I want to get better at having a great podcast that is worth listening to. So expect lots more than that. Make sure you go sub to the channel if you haven't already on YouTube. Watch the daily vlogs that are pumping out. I'm really excited about those. I'm excited to continue to just step up my vlogging game and try very hard to make um, great vlogs because I love watching vloggers. I love watching great vloggers. And I'd love to be a great vlogger who actually is also putting out tons of value around like what I'm doing. So go hit that subscribe button if you haven't. And hopefully by the time you listen to this, maybe we'll be at 40,000 already, which would be amazing big giveaway is coming so make sure that you uh make sure you get on that thanks for listening if you're listening on the podcast i appreciate you very much appreciate you taking some time make sure you send me a dm on instagram or twitter or wherever is best for you and tell me that you listened all the way through because you're a special person if you did and i really really appreciate it so have a great rest of your week it is just starting when you're listening to this so thanks for being here <laughs>